0: Welcome to Win with Richardson and Richardson. What's important now? Success in business most often comes down to hard work, not by silver bullets and quick fixes. It's knowing where to focus that hard work that's key to winning. Join sales prospecting expert and three-time seven-figure business founder, Carrie Richardson, and managing partner of r Consulting and former owner of Doberman Technologies, Ian Richardson, for radical honesty regarding strategic planning, accountability, and execution that will get you the systematic results you're working toward. Let's get into today's episode. Thought Leader and your host, Carrie Richardson.
1: Hello and welcome to WIN. I'm your host, Ian Richardson from Richardson and Richardson Consulting. And today I am joined by my friend and personal personal superhero dr larry little larry how are you today
2: (laughs) i'm fine and you're my hero that's what i want (laughs) to say it's so good to be with you thanks for allowing me to hang out for a bit oh
1: thank you for thank you for taking the time it's it's my it's my pleasure and privilege dr larry little is a seasoned visionary author entrepreneur and executive coach Functioning as the principal partner and the CEO of Eagle Consulting, the Eagle Center for Leadership, and the Enrichment Center Group, he walks with leaders both nationally and internationally. His executive coaching footprint spans from Kashmir, India to Washington, D.C. He's a much sought-after speaker and conference leader, and speaking from my personal spot in the sandbox as someone who has seen every session he did at the H.D.G. Mm-hmm. or IT Nation Evolved peer groups, you don't want to miss it. The mm-hmm. Eagle Center for Leadership's approach is rooted in the power of relationships, understanding one's own personality and the personalities of those who who you're leading. His work focuses on challenging leaders to strategically perform at a higher level in order to make a difference. Larry, you've you've written multiple books You've spoken all over the world. You've coached all over the world. Your team's everywhere. So, the opening question that I have for you is: When do you find
2: time to sleep? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I, it's a—they it, it, did they keep me busy. I keep telling them, and I don't understand it. I keep telling them, said, "Look, look, guys, it looks like where I am, I ought to be, I ought to be slowing things down. You know, I ought to be kind of take, you know, taking it easy and." They just say, "No, you keep your head down and keep pedaling." I'm like, "Okay, guys, fine." <laughs> that's
1: that's like the the marathoner's uh the the marathoner's mantra is just uh, one foot in front of the other, keep on running.
2: <laughs> uh, keep we on have a running. lot of fun. They, you know, it's really the truth is, when you do something you love, it's really not work. And we we all we have an incredible team and. And they allow me to do what I, I love and I hope that I help them to do what they love. And, and so it, it just uh it, it's a lot of fun right now. It truly is. It uh that's that resonates
1: really, really hard with me. The the concept of when you when you enjoy it, it, it doesn't feel like work. Um you and I you and I have spent quite a bit of time together today already, and that's <laughs> uh that's been a common theme, which it makes makes my heart happy to to hear you feel the same. Mm-hmm. So we always, we, we follow a format here. I'm a process guy for anyone who's spent more than 10 minutes with me. Everyone knows that, that Ian loves his process. And and I always like to talk about challenges, achievements, and opportunities with, with my time together with, with other entrepreneurs and leaders. And we had talked before we, uh, before we started the show about a challenge that you and, and the team are working on and uh that that challenge, from your standpoint as as the CEO is both how to keep your your offerings, your content, your deliverables, your interactions with people fresh, but even more so, how to make sure to remain relevant can you Can you talk to us about that and how you guys are tackling the challenge?
2: Yeah, you know it, it really is uh, one of the most exciting and difficult and purposeful you know, things that, that I think we do here at Eagle. And that is this is, as I look out at at what, what we've done, we'll talk a little bit about that in the, in the achievements, but I I see these companies and organizations that we work with across the world who, who truly are continuing to struggle in new and unique areas, whether it's from the pandemic, whether it's from the economy, whether it's from whatever's going on right now, culturally and, and, you know, our, our purpose is we've got to be relevant to help them because, and it goes back to, to what our, you know, why why don't we do what we do, right? What, what is our mission? Why don't why we do this? We truly want to walk with leaders. We truly want to make a difference in the lives of leaders. How can you make a difference if you're not purposeful or relevant in their life? So we go back and we look and we say, what was relevant uh forget 10 years ago forget 5 years ago what was relevant 2 years ago you know is not relevant now and how do we provide the services that we need to provide that will help to to speak into the lives of these leaders and what what got us here won't get us there you know as they say so yep. it's a it's it's a you know it's a challenge um, it's not an easy thing and it's incredibly important, but it's what I spend my time really, really looking at these days.
1: That's such a a powerful statement. The 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 concept of you don't have to go back a decade where coming coming from my background, one of the easiest metaphors I'd always say to someone is I'd hold up a cell phone and I'd say, think about ten years ago and what this looked like that's that's the speed of change in technology but today post uh, post pandemic the world is fundamentally shifted the world has fundamentally changed to where everything is different there's work from home there's there's distributed workforces there's these these screens that are now ruling our lives and and creating relevancy in today's market it, it's the whole the just toss the rule book out we're writing a new cookbook as we go
2: no that's exactly it you first you go in and you have to go what are the needs today you know that we didn't even know about before and and finding solutions to to help meet some of those needs it 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 takes really it takes a different kind of thinking if i think like i thought you know 5 years ago in terms of creating solutions um we would be behind the curve so you know coaching, I'll give you i gonna give you an example um, leadership coaching it it you know it's a great thing. I mean, the concept it we've built our practice on and and we coach all over the world and 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 we'll do you know, i don't know fifteen thousand or so sessions this year with our team we do they do great, great things. but how we do coaching today will not work for how we need to be doing coaching three years from now um, we we've got to assess that and we've got to we've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable with finding new ways to speak into the lives of leaders so yeah
1: that's I' I'm stealing that phrase Larry that we have to be comfortable <laughs> being uncomfortable that's that is a hundred percent consider it swiped which, <laughs> good for, I'm for, the, glad. for those of you who aren't familiar with that acronym steal with intentionality <laughs> and pride every day consider it swipes
2: <laughs> i
1: love it <laughs> <laughs> so thinking thinking about that as as you guys have been working on this challenge and and we just talked about the pandemic there was a there was a pretty impressive achievement and and you had mentioned a story and so i don't want to i don't want to take the winds out of that story but but Rewind us back to 2020 and talk about the story of of how of of what your team and you started to do and what you've accomplished and where that's led you to today.
2: Yeah, so we're back in February of 2020 and you know they're talking about this this thing you know called COVID and and things are are not quite yet but almost shutting down, they're moving in that direction. And as you've mentioned before, I, you know, do a lot of traveling and I had been traveling, kind of doing what I do and run at the pace I run. And, you know, I found myself um, with COVID and one of the first, I mean, I was an early on. In fact, the doc didn't even know what it was for a while. He was treating me for mountain sickness and, uh, and, and, but so thankful for what he did and how he helped me. He's my physician, but I was, I was pretty sick. Um, and it, it, it hit, hit me relatively hard. So I would, I would get up and, and try to do these meetings and, and we would do them virtually. And we'd, we'd been doing some virtual coaching for years and that was not new, but we're also a training organization and we do seminars and conferences and, and they take, you know, they take some of the books I've written and we put them into seminars and, and our team, and we have around 30 or so facilitators who are doing a tremendous job of facilitating, but I, I never will forget. I, you know, I was trying to think through this, this COVID thing. I, I was experiencing what it was doing. I knew that we were in for uh, a game changer and I told our team, I said, guys, we, we were, I was meeting with them virtually cause I had COVID. I said, guys, We've got to take every seminar we do over 200 hours worth of seminars. I said, we've got to, we've, and I hate this word, but I said, we've got to pivot because everybody used it, but we've got to pivot. <laughs> um, we got to pivot to virtual seminars. We, and that sounds simple, but we are a very, our seminars, well, you've been there. We're engaged. We, oh, yeah. you know, we talk, we, we really relationships are, that's our thing. And we love, we love building a relationship. So, they looked at me like, you've got to be kidding. And they even, I mean, we even kind of went round and round for a bit till finally I just said, you know, I really, if you know my vernacular, you know, I, I really lioned up I became a lion. And I said, <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to do this. You know, I, I realize that it's not going to be easy, but I know you can do it. I believe you can do it. And, um, and then they, they took that challenge. They turned every seminar we had to virtual so much so that during the pandemic, we continued to offer those leadership seminars virtually across the world. It was it was amazing to me. But but they learned from that and they learned that, hey, we can have online services, perhaps like we've never thought of before. Now, fast forward to this year, we're back to. You know, we're doing live engagements and live seminars, and they're doing a tremendous job of doing that, but they learned some things, and they've taken what they've learned, and now we have this hybrid approach where we've developed programs. We've developed online services combined with in-person uh, engagements and seminars. They've learned how to take that and how to how to grow from that very hard experience, and I don't want to understate how hard it was to to pivot those 200 and something hours of seminar work but instead of doing that and saying well we did it now let's check that box and move forward they use that as a foundation so far that that this year and, and uh, you know i'm excited to say it looks like we're going to be around 30 percent growth this year so and, and it's because of our team they 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 ran to the hard thing they, they did the hard thing, they learned from it, they built on it, and now we're seeing the results. Quite an achievement for, for this team, I think.
1: And that the, the the two achievements out there, the the growth is always rewarding as an entrepreneur, as a, as a shareholder, as a, as a business stakeholder. Hey, the, the return on that investment. But even more so, I would imagine, um, knowing – what I know about you and, and having interacted with you in the ways, I would imagine that probably equal to, if not surpassing, uh, is that knowledge of look at what happened by running towards that hard thing and the results, and then seeing those learnings kind of almost almost go through the organization like a like a tsunami, like a wave, and saying, hey. This is touching every part of our organization and making us stronger, better, healthier, faster, more nimble, more relevant because of those takeaways. That's got to be rewarding in and amongst itself, even without the financial
2: impact. My, you've nailed it. You've just nailed it. To, to see the, the leadership muscle that has been developed and that has grown from that, that very difficult thing they did, and but to see them take that and grow through that, um, and, and, and not just our leadership team, our leadership team had to choose to lead it. They had to choose to go get it. But then, um, the facilitators, our incredible admin team that had to, can you imagine the, the, how we had to change all of our materials and, and all the way that we did anything we, and now, and now they're comfortable doing that. Now they're comfortable creating a content that can be used um, uh, from a, from a hybrid approach, you know, online and in person and to see that growth, to see that change occur, it's been, it's, it's been quite amazing. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, you know, I have, you know, I have a gift and I'm really, really good at it. And I, and, um, you know, I don't want to brag or anything, but I'm pretty good at it. Uh, but I only have one gift, only have one. And that is that I know how to surround myself with people who are a lot better than I am. And to see this (laughs) team around me, (laughs) true statement. I mean, call it like it is. And they are so good. They they have just grown so much, and they continue growth is one of our core values. And to see them grow and to see them develop as leaders, it's just it's amazing to me. Yeah, I can get excited about it. You can tell. Yeah, the um,
1: there's a, a a concept. um, around the learning cycle where we start off as, as novices and then go to apprentice and a journeyman and mastery. And then there's this fifth step. That's always been a silent step that I think when, when you teach or coach or mentor or impart knowledge and see who who was a former student now become a master and, and they start being Mm -hmm. able to pass that knowledge Mm -hmm. on, that's almost the that a affer- that's when the affirmation happens of look at what has happened that I played even a small part in look at that impact and that legacy and that that forward momentum that's um it doesn't get better than
2: that no, that's, that's no. the that's
1: the peak of the mountain right there
2: that's why we do what we do <laughs> that's exactly right,
1: and so thinking about what we're what we're doing that's a that's a great segue the The third part is, is always the, the, the famous question of what's next, thinking Mm -hmm. about that opportunity on the high line. Um, and, and we've already been scratching on that surface a little bit with what we just talked about. What, what are you and your team focused on for the next opportunity?
2: Let me break that down for us, if I can, to to two areas, Absolutely. externally and internally. And let me just briefly touch on the external because I want to I want to tell you about the internal as well. But external is so what are we doing next with our clients, with our with the the people that we partner with, and and we we discovered a gap uh, a couple of years ago, and we've been working on this. And the gap in our service area is that you know uh, we see a need for results-driven kind of consulting, which means um, more of a, a tangible, let's go fix a problem. And, and we discovered that there were men and women out there who were in this season of their life where they really, they wanted to take the knowledge. For instance, we've got a guy 30 years in a multi-billion dollar, huge international um, manufacturing company. Well, he had deve- he was, he was leading in that, in that organization and led at different sites. And through his, his tenure developed a, a way to create a manufacturing excellence program. How do you measure that? All kinds of inventory things that I know nothing about. But he wanted to use that. So we created an assessment tool for him. We created a way for him to go into organizations and use that tool to bring solutions. We call it our business services division. It's more of a traditional consulting. We have a guy that was a retired police chief, and he developed a, a way, a system to help Business is to, to understand what to do. Should you have an active shooter come on your premise? Should, how do you assess for your security needs and make sure that your, your team members know what to do if a situation of danger right? well, we took that and we're building a tool for him. So I could go on and on, but externally, we are really excited about our business services division that we're standing up around offering those consulting kinds of solutions to, to companies internally. Um, we, we, we know that, well, you know, you know, our dear friend, Brad Scow. you know, Brad, oh, yeah. Brad is, is amazing. He's a brilliant guy. Um, just a dear friend of mine. He came up with a process called the entrepreneurial journey and, in yes. that journey, you know, he, he developed it. What a mind, but Starts with muscle and feel and processes and systems and then building teams, but at the end of that journey is the legacy piece where you really kind of start looking at, at at what how can I leave and and live that legacy and give back. And at Eagle, we realize that we you know we we are going as you have said before and as Arlen says we're going to leave this this business it's just a matter of how right. And you talked about that to me earlier today, but. We wanted to be intentional about that, about this legacy piece. So we created a program called the SOAR, S-O-A-R, just SOAR, which means we are investing in young leaders who are soaring to lead in our company. We're teaching them to soar. And these are the next generation leaders in our company. And we are, we are investing resources, time, energy in them, and we're preparing them to lead us into the future and we're preparing to give the reins over and and, and create a way a runway i believe in intentionality ian mm-hmm. i really don't do a whole lot in life that's that's not intentional so i'm trying to intentionally provide this runway to say okay let's look at the next three five ten years and what does that look like as we raise up this next generation of leaders and how can we equip them and get them ready? I'm so excited about that. I really am excited about, uh, our solar leaders. Well, that's
1: thinking about everything that, that the Eagle center for leadership does. This has got to be an exciting project for everyone in the organization, because as a, as a, as a, as a mission, where you're helping those leaders succeed and grow and develop and, and learn how to flex and, and build that leadership muscle. We're just, we're looking inward. We're looking in the mirror and saying, Hey, let's learn and build and develop and, and flex that leadership muscle inwardly because at some point we do have to pass that baton. We have to That's right. we have, we have to shift out and, and being able to create the space and, and work on that in inward has to be more rewarding in certain ways than doing it for an external company, because that's someone that you, that you walk alongside and talk with and speak with and celebrate with and mourn with every day. So being able to help that intimate, that intimate partner, that intimate part of the business has to be just an incredible feeling
2: yeah, it really is. I have a partner who uh, is our president as well. and 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 showing respect to her, you know, to say, you know, look, I want to make sure that that we do this right so that when I exit out, you know that that you have a plan as well for for what's next for you, and making sure that we're aligned in that, and then taking care of our people and allowing them to be a part of that and and allowing them to know that we do this together. This is, this is your organization. And, and, you know, we, we think a little bit differently around here, Ian, and we truly all believe we're called to do this. And if we're called to do this then it has to be purposeful and we have to be able to build a trust in our relationships that, we are here to take care of each other first, because if we can't take care of each other first, we certainly can't take care of leaders, um, you know, across the country and across the world. So it, it is exciting. It It is truly fulfilling. Uh, I'm looking forward to to continuing that. That's a fluid thing. We're still building it. That's the you know, the opportunity is to continue to we are actively engaging in conversation and talks right now, building that platform for our legacy um, with our soar leaders and others as we as we move into this legacy season of leading.
1: I love that. I love that. If you're interested in uh, in learning more about the Eagle Center for Leadership, you can go to eaglecenterforleadership.com. There you can take the Make a Difference test as well as some of the other assessments that Larry and his team have put together. And let me tell you that. Every time I take that, and every time I reread one of Larry's books, I take more away from it, not less. Mm. So my learnings mm. increase over time, which could mm. could say something about me versus uh, versus anything else. But they're on my frequently read uh frequently read list. The uh, Make a Difference book is so dog-eared that I probably need to buy a new copy at this point. There's more of my writing in there than yours at this point, I think, Larry. Um, and uh, and and Larry and his team are active on LinkedIn. Go ahead and reach out and connect with them there. And you can also join one of my favorite things, which is uh, Larry's Leadership Moments uh, email newsletter and get Larry's thoughts and takeaways from his conversations with entrepreneurs and leaders. If you're interested in learning more about Richardson and Richardson and can vi- visit us at R&R.consulting and find other episodes of Win, our webinars, blogs, white papers, etc., we're also active on LinkedIn and go ahead and reach out to me, uh, especially if you're interested in being a guest on Win. Love to host you and love to talk to you and hear about your story. Larry, thanks so much for taking some time to, to come on and and share, share a bit of your story with, with our listeners and the audience.
2: Well, Ian, thank you. You're you're a leader who's doing it right. I'm so excited about R&R and and all that's going on there. And uh, it's just been truly, it's been an honor to to be with you. And I appreciate who you are and how you're leading.
1: Oh, I appreciate you as well. And I'm looking forward to the to the next book. I will be one of the early <laughs> uh, early readers.
2: Thank so, you, my friend.
1: Thank you. And until next time, take it easy.
2: Take care.
0: You've been listening to Win with Richardson and Richardson. What's important now? We're so glad you've joined us and know you're one step closer to winning big in your business too. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to connect at rnr.consulting. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so you'll easily know when new episodes are available. Until next time, you can win and we're here to help.